Hey guys, this is Case. You're listening to the best freaking podcast in the world, Culture Pop Radio. Let's get it. Hey, what up, guys? It's Julia Van Spleeker, and who we got on the show today? My name is Case, aka Casey Inkle. Whatever you guys want to go by, whatever I'm gonna you guys call you Case. By. Period. That's I'm fine. Joking. Case. Period. <laughs> case closed. That's it. Case closed. Exactly. You actually made a reference in one of your songs about. Um, damn, I forgot the exact lyric, but you said something like something, something, and it's something. Case closed. Period. Something like it's that. Case with the dot. I know. Yeah, I said that after. Dot. Yeah, because a lot of people always try to, you know. So there's a guy named Case. It's funny how we can go into the story later. Yeah. But there's a guy named Case, an R&B singer. And right. originally, when I first made my name, when I tried to make music and put my music out, I went under like his catalog. Oh, so that's damn. I had to had to separate myself. Period. I no, mean, you no know pun what? intended. But you know what? It is like you kind of you kind of you got to command that. You I mean, have to. I was, absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about your latest single with Dave East, mm-hmm. "Be Like Me." So mm-hmm. first of all, before we even get into that. How was like the inception of working with Davies? How did that happen? Was that organically or? So it's really interesting. So at the time I, I said this um, on a couple other shows too, but I don't, I've never really listened. I've listened to Dave East, mm-hmm. but I never dug really deep into his catalog of music. Right. So I always listened to him here and there. Um, but I went to a pop-up shop with one of my best friends mm-hmm. um, who loves Davies. And I met some guy in a line, shout to Forsyth. That's his name. Shout out. Um, He's also a rapper, but we were on the line and we were chatting it up and I was with my friend and he just said he got a feature with Dave East. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, wow, like, that's pretty big. You know what I'm saying? Like, good for you. I think that's that's amazing. <laughs> He's a clap, uh, clap. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm like, all right, like he, you're here. You're clearly here. You're you're real with it. Right. And then um, after that, we just we didn't stay for the whole entire pop up shop. But, um, you know, we're still fans. It was just taking really long and we had a couple other things to do. Um, but I chopped it up with him. We spoke for a little bit. We like exchanged like social media. Oh, wow. And not Dave East, obviously. Okay. Forsyth, that was my friend on the line. And then um, after that, me and Ethan left. We listened to his new album. It was really great at the time. I still love it. Great album. Um, and then, yeah, then moving forward, like a couple months later, um, Forsyth hit me up one day and I was at the studio with um, just my engineer making some music. And Forsyth was like, hey, man, like I got this song I want you to hop on. Like you should hop on it. And I was like, all right, sure. At the time, I was looking to collaborate with like new artists. And at the time, I saw his catalog and he had a song with Jada Kiss wow. and a couple other like bigger artists. So I was like, all right, this is like a really good opportunity for me. So I'm definitely going to take it. And then um, I sent him back the verse literally like same day, like a couple hours. And he's like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to put this on my album. Um, he's actually, we're actually dropping it in the next like two weeks. Um, wow. It's a single. So it's going to be amazing. But we're, we have a couple artists on it who are fantastic. And then, um, after that we just started speaking like more and more and we got a lot closer and we started talking about more and more music mm-hmm. and then on one day like i was just chilling um and he literally offered me the opportunity he's like hey man i'm i'm cool with like his people um i have an opportunity for you i know you're a serious artist it looks like you're doing serious things and this was around the time where i dropped like i want to say like my debut single uh kill switch and it was mm-hmm. like my first like professionally professionally shot like music video oh wow and it was awesome shout out to tom he's an amazing guy um and then, yeah, he literally sent me everything and then he gave me all these details and he's like, I have these artists that mm-hmm. if you want to work with, um, let me know. And Davies happened to be one of the artists. So I was like, oh, this is, wow. this is awesome. And I was like, I never thought about it. Right. So like, as soon as I, I knew I was getting that opportunity, I started about thinking Davies, I was like, okay, I definitely need to, 
you know, brush up on a lot about like, you know, the culture, what Dave East is mm. and who he is as an artist. Cause I think it's important to understand like who you're working with. Right. Not that I didn't know who he was like on a personal level, but I just knew who he was as an artist. So I started mm. watching just tons and tons of interviews, like studying Dave East and who he is as an artist. And like, it just made me like respect him so, so much more as yeah. an artist. And I was like, damn, like this is awesome. Like I love his story. I love everything about him. And I was like, this is going to make me even love the song even more. Right. It's going to have that much more of a meaning to me. And then, like I said, like just moving further down the line, like Forsyth was just pretty much like that guy. And then he like worked the everything through. Yeah. And then I did everything, sent him the song. He sent it back. Like mm-hmm. I, I was expecting it to come back like a while later because, you know, usually industry artists are really busy. Yeah. Um, but no, I got that back like a week later. And I was like, that's oh, good. I was like, oh, God. That means so then, he actually has respect for you. No, and a thousand percent. Your time. And, his, and his work. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I love the grind. I love that hustle. So he sent it back. And then I just started working on everything. Starting all the marketing, started all the cover art, all the music video stuff. And again, now I'm here two and a half weeks later. Wow. We're past almost like 260K all wow. around. So it's pretty good. Yeah. It's been very good. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You, been- you're seeing that that Dave East, I guess, uh, uh, I want to say favor. Yeah. Like you're getting that little bit of like that Jesus favor right now. A thousand percent. <laughs> and like I said, like he's more of, you know, a lot of people know him for this, like that rap and that old right, school. Right, that and gritty stuff. That, absolutely. And then my music is not like that gritty, but right. I have more of like a pop rap. So I think it also right. gives his fan base um, something new to different, listen yeah. to. And especially my fan base, something new to different too, because I feel like a lot of people took me a lot more serious. I always said this, but like, I think my last three or four songs are like my best songs at the mm. moment. And Kill this, new, this yeah. and, and then about that life and pop star, like those were all probably. like my faves at the moment. Like what I listened to. Um, and I think when people saw me and I announced that I had the feature with Davies, people were like, Oh, like this is serious, serious. Like he's taking yeah. this serious now. And I just think it's so funny how I always say this, but people always want to hop on the bandwagon. Like once it's already taken off. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day, too. And I too. can't stand that because it's just like, you guys just didn't support me before, but now that you guys see that I have a big feature, now everyone's like, oh, I want to know this person. And it's just like, that's not cool. Like, you know, yeah. I, I always try to push my music out and I always try to show you guys like that side of me because mm. each song is like a little just feeling that I've had in that moment and it's just like extremely emphasized. You right. Know? And you kind of switch gears a little bit with this particular track with Davies because you get a little bit more, and it's funny that, I said grittier earlier, but you kind of get a little bit more grittier. And I don't know if that is the Dave East effects because your previous music, like you said, it's more like a poppy sort of hip Mm -hmm. hop, you know, not uh, the most lyrical and, you know, going crazy and in depth about certain things where maybe it may or may not Mm -hmm. matter for a particular audience. But with this particular track, you switch gears a little bit. You touched on mental health. And I actually liked that because it was a little bit of wordplay in between a little bit. And it just was very light. It wasn't Mm -hmm. overwhelming. So was that because Dave East was on this track? So originally when I made the song, I actually wasn't sure if I was going to have Dave East on it. Mm. It was made the same day I was actually recording songs to send to Dave East. Oh, wow. Um, so it was last minute at the studio session. So it's funny how this beat came. I was on TikTok, actually, at the, studio, <laughs> at the studio. And shout out to Jack because Jack produced the song. And I saw his song. He had Camila Sabeo. Oh, wow. um, yeah, she had a he had like a beat, like a Jack Harlow with her type of like mix on a song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like this is crazy. I really, really want this. Um, and I hit him up literally same day and I bought the stems, I bought the beat and everything. And literally that same day, um, I recorded the song and everything. And then I started talking to him a little more. And I was like, yo, I think I'm gonna get Dave East on this. Like I'm Damn. really interested okay. in getting him. But I have like the original version of the song, too, which is like me only, like no open. no. Would nothing. you 
be open to actually releasing that just so people can see like you standing on your own uh, on this particular song? I don't know. I think <laughs> I think it's like too short. Okay. It's like two minutes without the bad. feature. It's Especially not. because, you know, Replay we are in that nice. TikTok era. We're yeah. in that Instagram era where everything is like 60 seconds, 30 seconds or less and stuff like that. I agree. But I, I think Davies like gave it what it like needed. It needed. Okay. Um, the whole thing about the whole gritty and all that is like when I heard the song, it like instantly just like flowed. It was mm. very nice. It's funny how like, the lyric came along. Like they want to be like me, Notorious mm. and B.I.G. I was in my car listening to Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> in the car. It's really funny. And like after I just started like switching a couple songs later in my head, I was just listening to like random beats in the car. And I was just like, they want to be like me, Notorious and B.I.G. And I feel like that just goes over a lot of people's heads. No, I caught that. Um, I caught that I, very. Because a lot of people, because a lot of people just like, yeah. But a lot of people, I feel like it just went right over. And I was just like, hey, man, you guys just, you're not, you're not on the wave. <laughs> But uh, they'll get there. They'll definitely yeah, get there yeah. for sure. But I, I definitely wanted to touch on mental health. And like I always tell people, I, I've posted this multiple times on my mm-hmm. Instagram, but I think this song is like the most of me in a song. And I think I want people to know like that I'm just like them. I also mm-hmm. have like my issues that I go through. Right. And I think people are able to relate to that, you know. It's like a double meaning. I like it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's definitely dope. And I want to kind of touch on your collab with Elijah the Boy. So mm-hmm. he's definitely been a buzzing artist. How were you able to get that collab as well? Because he's getting, uh, he's kind of getting, yeah, he's awesome. getting to the like, like Hollywood level. He, he is awesome. I really like him. Shout out to Elijah the Boy too. Um, so he was, he posted a long time ago. I always wanted to work with him. I've mm-hmm. always like seen him post for a long time. One of mm-hmm. my friends that I used to follow. I still follow him actually. Um, he's an artist too. He actually put me on to him. And I started listening to his music for a little bit. And I was just like, oh, like this is dope. Like he could really rap rap. Right. And then I was like, all right. So like, he actually like influenced me to like just push myself a little more because mm. seeing like another independent artist like yeah. that like grind and be like really good, I was like, all right, like I I I need to step up now. Like it's my time to shine. I need to really like hound into like my craft. And then um, one day I just saw him post something and it was just like I'm trying to work with new artists. Wow. And then I was like, all right, raise out. my hand. <laughs> I was Close like, mouths yeah. don't get fed. No, literally, I was like, raise my hand. I was like, hey, man, I, I would love to like work with you on this. And then um, I know he's always busy all the time. So it took just a little bit of time before, mm. you know, the song actually was like come together. But when he sent me everything, I was like not like let down. I was like, oh, this is fire. Yeah. I no, I like this one a lot. Mixed it, mastered it, and then released it. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's so funny. Like you guys' voices blend pretty well because I almost... Forgot who was who. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, huh? I know. It's like, funny. It, it blended that good. It's funny because people always tell me like, I don't sound like me when I rap. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like it sounds like me. but I, I agree. Because when you came in and you started speaking, I'm like, this is not who I heard. Just a soft person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just really not soft. Just really soft. Because yeah. I didn't want to say that. But I was like thinking when I heard your voice for the first time, I'm like. Throws yeah. people off. Yeah, threw me off. Throws everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No, so let's talk about since we're kind of on that cadence being the same. I hear a lot of Migos references in your older tracks, mm-hmm. but who actually influenced you to get into rap and how is that working with your military career Oof. because like Oof. it's like you're getting this base before mm-hmm. we get into who influenced you. It's like how mm-hmm. is this pot you're active? Yeah. So it's really interesting why I started making music. Um, I heard a song on the radio and I was like, this is trash. <laughs> and I was like, I could definitely do a better job. Okay. And my friend at the time, um, we're still friends. Um, 
he was like, yo, it's like, just I'll start making music. And we started doing that like as a hobby. Mm. And, you know, at first when I started rapping, it's funny because my main influence this is around the time like Bank Account came out by like 21 Savage. Okay. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start rapping like this. <laughs> and then a lot of my songs pretty much like mimicked some of that. Okay. And Yeah, um, yeah. And I was like, this is not me. It took me a while to get there, right? Obviously, because when you first start, you're trying right. to find yourself as an artist and like where you fit in to music and you, you're just so influenced by all the things that you hear right. that you try to mimic that a lot. So I try to move away from that a little bit now. I always take like a bigger picture, just take a step back and be like, is this me? Right. Like I don't want, obviously it's okay to take things from other places and have that, you know, influence your music. But like what makes it me, you right. know, is what is most important. So just moving forward with that, um, I've, I've been in the military since I've been, I was 17. I right. enlisted when I was 17, turned 18 in boot camp, And then, um, like after that is when I kind of started to make music. Like I told you, I started it as a hobby because right. I heard a song on the radio that I didn't like. <laughs> um, then moving That's the first. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I started off on SoundCloud like everyone else. Right. And then once I started getting a little more serious, I kept moving and moving more forward with just like music. And then it took me a while, I think, to get to where I'm at now. But I'm very mm-hmm. proud of like that growth because right. people can see it in my music and I think that's extremely important because no one's always like good like when they first start right you started in 2018 or before that I want to say around like maybe like 2016 2017 but I didn't take it serious maybe until like I said like maybe like two three years ago when I really really got like serious into it but it was always just a little hobby between your previous tracks all the way up until Mm -hmm. this last track with Davies yeah and this was a a big jump and then moving forward like even after that um, like I said just kept going at it for a very long time and I've always come from like a very musically I'm gonna say inclined family Mm. because they've always put me into so much music I was raised on like the Bee Gees Mm. Uh, I love 80s music so 80s is like my favorite favorite genre of music like I would love to make an 80s album it's so awesome I would like to see you do that I feel like your voice could actually work for that I think so I just have to work on the vocals you know (laughs) now you're good because I wanted to ask you too because now we have Beyonce and Drake kind of reshifting gears House music. with music. Yeah. So now I you had a very experimental album with Rear. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about the spelling of that in a second. But do you think that now that you've done the experiment, will you experiment again now that the shift is happening? Because we're kind of starting to move a little bit away from drill. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to house music, the Baltimore sound. Absolutely. So... Like I said, I've always come from like this musically inclined family. So I've always had a mixture of just everything. Like everything in my life has always just been a lot of music. My father, I grew up with him a lot on like house music, right? right? And like that 90s house music. And, and you got the Bee Gees, obviously, with the disco. Love, love like yeah, like I said, love the 80s. So they're just fantastic. But I've always grew up like also in like the old classic hip hops, like the mm-hmm. old heads, like Nas, Jay-Z. Like we always know, like these are the right. people who are like really big staples in hip hop. And I definitely grew up on them. And it took me a while. Like I said, I was very influenced for a mm. while. And to go back to what you said before, like how the military like kind of played into role mm. a little bit. It's just, I enlisted because I made a bet kind of like with my friends that we, <laughs> that we would all like just go in Now together. you can't get out. It's like a, yeah. it's like the mafia. Nah, I love it Once though. Again, I, I just re-enlisted for another four. So it was just oh, like, I, I love what I do. You yeah. know, I love helping other people and mentoring. And I think that also like plays a major role with my music because yeah. I think with the platform that I have, I want to, I always say this, but I'm, I'm like, I call myself the South side, um, the voice of South side Brooklyn. Right. And I think it's important to give people that voice and that platform. So they're able to speak on their issues. Right. And that's just something that's really important to me because as a guy or in general, right? right. Like a lot of people as a dude, we don't really get to talk a lot about our problems. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of guys 
boil that in. Yeah. And like, you shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be a little more like vulnerable with people and show them that side. And, you know, I think that's where I also want to move forward towards my music, tell a little bit more of a story. Um, And you're getting there. And I like that there is actual growth in your music. Cause it's like you said, there's, you can hear it mm-hmm. from your early releases all the way up until now. And I'm definitely digging it a lot. Yeah. And in terms of like experimenting, I definitely, I think after like a couple more releases, maybe mm-hmm. like one or two, I think I want to more shift towards maybe, maybe I will try like a, a dance hall song. Hey, why or something not? Along those lines. And like, cause you're right. Jay-Z and Beyonce are kind of, they are shifting that pedestal now towards music. And yeah. I always say that a lot of these trends always come back. Right. And it's really clear in like fashion. You see that very often. Like right. the clothing that we all wear nowadays. Right. It's very like 90s influence. Like baggy Definitely. pants are coming back. So baggy yeah, shirt. Yeah. Everything <laughs> starts to come back like full circle, but in a more modern take. Absolutely. I think that's important for us to just grow from because all good music, obviously, or just all music in general stems from like the old music. And we all know Definitely. that. And that's my opinion. But like all the music that you hear nowadays, is just like influences from the past. And it's mm. hard to like break that new barrier. When you hear that new sound, it's, it's hard, like, yeah. oh, like that's crazy so much has already been done it's like mm-hmm. you kind of have to go back and recycle but before we get into my favorite part of the show it's called five fast facts so you got to be quick oh, so i'm oh, quick oh, time oh, oh, oh. in between this mm-hmm. um are you going to be playing any shows upcoming and i know you had like the uh it's lonely in space out here in space yeah. and then rear are you going to drop another ep or are you going to take your time with this as you continue to grow more as an artist so i think right now as an artist i think this is for any artist, but mm-hmm. I think singles are going to be extremely beneficial right. until you grow that solid fan base. Um, like I said, since I did get that Davies push, mm-hmm. the, my platform has grown a lot more. Yeah. But that doesn't mean like it's time for me to drop an album. I'm not going to rush that. You right. know? I want to build more of a solid fan base, experiment, see what people still want to hear from me. And then once I know I have like that really big, big solid fan base, mm-hmm. like that's when I'm going to be like, all right, here's the EP. Let me know what you guys think. But I want to make sure I have like the budget for it too. Right. So like, I want to make sure I have like at least two music videos for the EP right. uh, with Tom. But these are going to be like high, high budget music, but they're not going to be like. Yeah, well, I any, see like, you are high budget. You came in here, man. Always. Put me, to, put me to shame. My little $10 t-shirt. <laughs> oh, you no, came no. in here with the Pradas. No, I'm just no, not <laughs> I feel you. But, Are you going to be playing any shows as well? Oh, so for shows, I'm still looking for shows right now. Okay. Right. Right. Um, I have a lot going on just with me and like in general, yeah. I'm always busy. So it's kind of hard for me to always like tap into shows. Mm. Um, but I definitely do want to start reaching out to a lot of shows, but I want to practice. So my biggest thing is like, everyone's like, Oh, just go on stage and do your thing. But like, yeah. I don't want to look dumb on right, stage. Right. right. Like not like I'm scared. Right. But I, I definitely have like a DJ that I'm talking to right now. And I would love to like get our own space practice right. so because stage presence is like the most important exactly and especially like with iconic people like stage presence is number one if you I don't like have good guy. stage presence like you're gonna look lackluster if you go on stage and then you're not doing your thing and it's not what people expected i and have seen that important. a lot i've seen and I, this is no shade at anybody and i won't mention but i've seen where the platform could be half a million followers get on stage and just like can't uh, even pack out yeah uh, uh the venue and the venues like maybe small enough for mm-hmm. them to be able to do that and then get on stage with a little bit of people that's there and shocking how much they don't command the audience. That's what and I'm it's saying. It's completely a facade. So I like that you said that stage presence is very important. Super important. It especially is. trying to keep your fans going. To and pay moving, to see and moving forward, like I want to also make songs that are more like 
show worthy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like not saying a lot of my old songs aren't right, but they're definitely show worthy. Cause that, that was another thing that I noticed. Like you have songs that can be on the radio. Oh, it's not percent. skippable. That's what, that's what I enjoy the mm-hmm. most. Like it's literally all your music thus far. You can't skip it. And it's stuff that you can play on stage and that can command the audience is how you do it when you get there. Yeah. And like I said, um, like I said, I think moving forward, I do want to make a couple songs. Maybe like my next two were, it's going to be more for like the people in the show. Mm. Like I love seeing, I, I watch tons of videos and like this might be weird because I fantasize a lot about them, but I always watch these videos. <laughs> I watch these videos all the time on YouTube of like the most like lit crowd compilations. Yeah, yeah. And I just love seeing like the people really going crazy to like the music. Like, oh, awesome. Like, you know, like not... And, Besides the whole like Astro World thing, but like Travis yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott's like fans, like Playboy Cardi fans, like a lot of these people, crazy. like they love the music and they would just love the vibe. And like that's the crowd I want to be part of as well because I want people to also listen to me, but I don't want to make like rage mosh pit music. I want yeah, people yeah, to yeah. enjoy the vibe. I want to even say like Jack Harlow's like perfect example. Like he makes awesome, He's a calm guy, yeah. yeah. He makes awesome like hip hop music. But the people love his music. They bounce to it. And I, I want to have like that bounce that just makes the crowd go crazy. You know? And you you're, you definitely got that. You're on the way. So this is my favorite part of the show. It's called Five Fast Facts. You've got to drop uh-oh, five uh-oh. facts uh-oh. about yourself that your fans don't already know. So we already know about the military. Uh-huh. We know you're a Marine. Mm-hmm. Now you got to skip past all of that and give me five That's fresh fine. ones. So five fresh facts, right? Yeah, Boom. So fresh number facts. one, I hate using this word. But I am a geek. And a okay. lot of people don't know that. I feel like a lot of people always think I'm this cool, cool, suave guy. But I do love to like um, play video games, read comics, okay. love all that stuff. Okay, that's good. All right, well, so go. number two, fun fact. A lot of people don't know this. People could judge me. Uh-oh. But now when I was like when I was like nine years old, ten years old, I did take a on my dad's shoulder. What? A lot, a lot, of, people, a lot of people don't know that. But that's a different story for another time. We ain't go get into that. What? Yeah, I know. I know that sounds crazy. That sounds real crazy. I'm going all the weird stuff out because yo, you were nine. I, I don't. I, I was older. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh wait, you gotta get to number three. We gotta talk about this after <laughs> the show, bro. What? What's number? Shout three? out to my dad though, because he really hated me at the time. He really did. I almost got my <laughs> killed, but uh. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number three was um when I was younger, um. This is a little weird. I don't know why, but I used to go like shopping with my mom. And every time I went shopping with her, I was really young. This was like when I was like five, six, when I was like really, really young. Um, I used to love like grabbing like squashes What at the store because I just thought like the texture of the squash was like just very smooth. And I would just like hold them like they were my toy. Okay. <laughs> I know. He's got the Angelica doll as a squash for himself. No, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I was just really weird. I just really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, so far, this is great. Oh, no, yeah. Um, uh, where are we at? We're at number four. Yeah, yeah. Number four, where are we at? Uh, so, number four, another fun fact I want to say about me, I think that people don't know, Okay, is that <laughs> it sounds really bad too because it's all, Say it's, 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 all, it's too it's, late. It's all, it's all poop stories. Like it's pretty Dude, much. You already started like, off. Shout out to my mom, but she knows this too because like so when I was younger, um, every time like my mom would get like her car cleaned when I was younger, I would just pull like my diapers to the side and just like, <laughs> t- like take a crap in my mom's car. Yo, I don't know what to go with Yo. these crap stories, but you're bringing all like the weird little kid things that I used <gasps> to do as a child. Yo. Oh um, come on, you gotta give me number five at this point. What's number five? Number five is. I'm like notorious for like 
prank like pranks on people. And do you poop on people when you no, do no, these no, pranks? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't poop on people when I do these pranks. But uh, I can't even tell you. Like, shout out to my mom. I love her. But the amount of times I've probably almost licked my mom due to like pranks. I know my mom's like petrified of bugs. <laughs> oh yeah. So I get like fake cockroaches, and she would like shower, and I would just whoop, like throw them all oh. in the shower, and all you see is like all you hear is like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just get screamed at. But yeah, I, I guess you could say I'm a little bit like a prank. I love playing like jokes on people besides all the pooping. <laughs> yeah, you poop. You poop a lot. You poop a lot. Yeah. Well, that was by far the most interesting five fast facts. I don't think anybody can ever <laughs> top that. No, a thousand before, percent, no. Future, past, pre- whatever. That was. <laughs> you <laughs> never know what you don't moment. know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Case. I All got right. you. Well, I'm Julia Vance. This is Case. Case, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. you. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And don't poop on people, man. Don't poop. <laughs> don't poop on people. Dude, yo, what the hell?